Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Sports Day David, with my co-host Lucas Reyes on the Thank God is Fantasy Football Friday podcast, DraftKings Challenge 3. Lucas, how are you doing? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Julian, once again, went back-to-back like Drake, like MJ, and he won. So he he has granted a bye week this week, and it's up to me and Lucas, heads heads up, head-to-head, Whoever wins versus Julian will be more intense because um, there's only two teams. So you really got to pick your players. So that's going to be real fun. But let's start off. Here we go. I'm going with quarterback, my guy. Um, my notes weren't up. There it is. My guy, Ryan Tanithril, dog. Yes. The Titans quarterback only lost one game since become the starter, and that's going to stay the same throughout the playoffs. Yes, I said that. I said that last week. I say it again this week. He doesn't throw the most yards due to the fact that Henry gets the tendency the most of the yards. Regardless, he will get the touchdowns um, enough to get the win. Just like last time, a high-scoring game, Titans will come up on top. At an asking price of 5500 He he's the third cheapest starting quarterback this week. I like him a lot. He could throw for 100 yards, but he will get those touchdowns. Um, and shit, if Derrick Henry doesn't um, vulture those throwing touchdowns from him. I love Tannehill so much. Um, I didn't really like him in, in Miami. He found, his, he found his way in Tennessee. Lucas, by the way you sound, I'm guessing you picked him too? Yeah, I'm loving this Tannehill pick. The only cheaper quarterback than him that's starting is Jimmy Garoppolo, which is kind of surprising. I thought Jimmy G would be more, but I'm still rolling with Tannehill. I mean, at 5,500. It's a really good price. Um, first week in the playoffs wildcard, he had a touchdown. And then last weekend, he has two touchdowns. So he's building upon his momentum. He stepped up when he needed to be. I mean, he had some huge throws last weekend. Um, we know that the Titans are all really Derrick Henry, um, the main power source, the driving force behind their success. But um, when you're this far in the playoffs, you can't go this far without your quarterback being a factor um, so he's had three touchdowns so far in the playoffs. I think he builds on that. I think it's a really good price for a quarterback that, that brings this type of value. Thank you so much. Moving on to a guy you just mentioned. I was on him last week. I was on him the week before. I was on him all season. Well, like half the season. Derek Henry. The Titans been riding Henry this whole year, and that will continue this week. Dude is going to run through everything. Trump's wall, a brick wall, a lead wall. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm all in with Henry. 195 yards last week. It's going to be deja vu this week. He has 337 throughout the playoffs. That's the second most through the playoffs by any runner back. The most expensive runner back. I don't care. I'll pay 10 grand if I have to. 8,700. He's worth it. Derrick Henry, dude. His braid on his head is bigger than me. I fucking love this guy. Derrick Henry. I don't care what people are saying. He's overrated. He's going to be the top pick next year. Well, this dude is so big. He's going to fill up everyone's roster i love this guy derrick henry who do you guys run it back oh man you know i've been on the derrick henry train too i've had him all throughout the playoffs and why not like you said it he's the hot hand he's the reason they're there and no one could stop him he is lamar jackson in the playoffs i mean regular season lamar jackson unstoppable postseason derrick henry just as unstoppable um this guy is supposed to have a huge game take a look at kansas city nearly they give up 4.9 yards per rush, almost five yards per rush, 126 rushing yards per game. That's 29th and 26th in the league, respectively. I mean, the recipe for success against the Chiefs is going to be through the ground. Derrick Henry is just licking his chops over there. You have to go with him. And, and whatever asking price, it's almost guaranteed points at this point. 
Yes, and and Chris Jones, the defensive lineman for the Chiefs, is questionable, most likely out. So that's just a big body. Well, even if he was there, Derrick Henry would run right through him. But that's just one less body he has to run through. Right. Moving on, so we're two to we're two for two. But I guarantee you, I I go I switch up because this that, is all blind eight, too. We're we're not yeah we're not uh, doing this together. This is random actually. Yeah, so we just happen to get these two picks, but I guarantee you we won't get another one. We will, we'll probably get two more, but that's it. Moving on to my top wide receiver. I don't do this, but I pulled out the bank for my top receiver, Devontae Adams. Playoff Rodgers always finds a way to get the ball to his top guy in Adams. One of the greatest route runners in the league. Not, not I'm not including Keen Allen because he's the best route runner in the league. I had that debate on fucking Twitter. <laughs> Anyways, Adams is reaching 100-plus yards, three of the last four games. He will continue that this week. The Niners do have a solid defense, but we're talking about Adams. We're talking about playoff Rodgers. He will find the end zone at least once. The most expensive wide receiver on my roster, 7,900. I think, and I think he's the most expensive wide receiver overall. I think I, I pulled out the bank for this one. I like Devontae uh, Adams. I think he's going to eat. Um, or at least get a touchdown. Um, what do you think? Yeah, honestly, um, this is weird because I do have Devontae also. <laughs> I'm not even joking. But the reason why is because the, re- the, the defense over there, we all know, is insanely tough. But the reason why is because they're going to have to get the ball to their playmakers. If they have the, – the Packers will have to. If they have any chance – of beating the Niners because it's either it's Devontae Adams and we skipped running back. So I'll just, Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah. We have the second running back too. And I'll just hit my running back too then. Cause I have Devontae Adams and I also have another Packer. I have Aaron Jones because I think oh, okay. um, Devontae Adams, it's either he gets it done through the air and, and Rogers gets that connection going or there's no connection there at all. And my backup plan for that is Aaron Jones because if when Rogers hasn't been that Rogers like quarterback and, and the passing attack in there, Sometimes, not all the time, but there's been there's been enough evidence this year of Aaron Jones saving Aaron Rodgers and going in and having like a random four touchdown game. I'm taking that chance, um, even though it's against San Francisco. I'm taking that chance that Aaron Jones is is somehow a factor too. I'm just I'm I'm okay with these playmakers, even though they're going against a, a hard defense. What what's your second running back? I I actually like that Aaron Jones Devontae Adams stack because. One or the other is going to do good. It's going to be either on the ground or through the air. And if they do both good, you have a better chance to win. But I had to take a big pay cut. My second runner back was tough. Like I said, I had to cut my budget with 5,700, Tevin Coleman. The Niners backfield is a committee, and it's tough to trust. Um, That's probably what my exes think about me. I'm like a (laughs) runner back committee in fantasy. I'm going with him because last week's performance, he had 105 yards and two touchdowns. I know – they have a they have a, a variety of runner backs, but Tevin Coleman is most likely going to be the starter. I like him. Um, when it comes to the running game, he had 100 more yards than the the other receiver. Uh, he had like 900. Or he had about like almost 900 yards. Other runner back had 800. Slipping my mind, I think more. Uh, slipping my mind, I, I can't think of the other is running it back Brita? right now. No, 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 no. Um, Morset is it Morset? I think it might be. But anyway, go ahead. Um, but yeah. Um, he he has more yards. He has two less touchdowns than other running back, but he had the bigger performance last week. I think they're going to ride, um, ride the hot hand. And I'm going to go with Tevin Coleman, 5700. You're going to see why I took a pay cut um, later on. Well, mostly because of Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. Those are big money, and you got Aaron Jones. So I'm really surprised to see who your wide receivers are because those are some uh, some big big well, money guys. Well, for some reason, I think my team is going to win this week. Uh, I I think it's going to happen finally for once. 
but I, my salary worked out really well. But keep going. I'm only here. This is pretty good. Yeah, I think you're. I think you have a good chance to win too. <laughs> Just hearing it, I don't know how you're affording these players. Moving on to my second wide receiver, I got uh, at a at a lean mean five thousand okay. dollars. I have I have one more running back cheaper than that. Debo Samuel. I picked Debo the last three weeks and had and he hasn't failed me. He's capable of 100 plus yards each game. He emerged as a one uh, a number one receiver in that offense. Perfect combo with speed and speed and size. I love Samuel this week. His salary is so so at five thousand. I think I think there's going to have to be a big play made, and Debo's always the one on the receiving end. Either him or Emmanuel Sanders. He's a little bit older. I like Debo Samuel because he he's just he, he's hard to tackle too. If you see him route running, right. His a uh, rack run after the catch. He's he's pretty hard to stop. So I like Debo at five thousand dollars. I'm like, man, what's your second wide receiver? Oh, you know, I just want to commentate because I had a two one one two combination with the Packers in Adams and Jones, and you have Coleman and Debo Samuel. We've we've been on Debo's emergence since the beginning of this year, and I just want to say that's a good that's a good one too, also because earlier this year the Niners really put the beat down on the Packers, so we don't even know it might just be the all Tevin Coleman show, and like at, by the end of the fourth third third and fourth quarter and he might have a million touches by the end of the game so that's a good pick but um my second wide receiver is aj brown um for the tennessee titans i mean we've we know that aj brown is an explosive player um he has that ability i'm okay with that um because going against this kansas city secondary that you know what hasn't been too bad um honey badger has been playing out of uh, lights out especially in these playoffs i mean he just he just looks like he is everywhere. He's making impact plays, smart plays. Um, but I still like A.J. Brown because I, I don't think that the Tennessee Titans have shown any any signs that they're going to decline. Uh, I already have Tannehill, so I think A.J. Brown might have a good one here. Some valuable points. I do like that pick, but I'm going with the second string wide receiver, Corey Davis, um, as my third wide receiver. And he's a chilling at a cool-ass $4,000. So he fit my um, salary. I only had $100 left over, so my salary kind of worked out. The Titans are stacked with wideouts. They got A.J. Brown. They got Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys if he's healthy, and you got that young that young stud sharp. Two big body targets and talented as well. Davis caught a touchdown last week, which broke his 10-plus week scoreless streak on a jump pass throw from Henry from the goal line, which was a fucking amazing. That was a really good trick play. A.J. Brown. We'll get most of the coverage. So I can see I, I this is a chance. This is this is this is the fun of gambling here. I see Davis sneaking in a touchdown or two. Because AJ Brown's gonna get, I think, over the top coverage from the honey badger. He's gonna get the number one corner. So I think Corey Davis. Oh I think he's gonna sneak in a touchdown, maybe vulture AJ Brown. I hope he vultures AJ Brown now that you have him. Now I really hope he does. But I do love AJ Brown. Uh, one of the greatest uh, rookie wide receiver class in a while. You got McLaurin, you got A.J. Brown, you got um, Hardman, you got Hollywood Brown, you got uh, um, someone else I can't think of, Debo Samuel. I mean, you got oh, this wide receiver class, and this next year is so stacked, too. This next year is so stacked, so I'm so excited. But um, I hope Corey Davis kind of sneaks in a touchdown or two for A.J. Brown. But yeah, I do I, have I, – I had to pick a wide receiver with Tannehill. I had to pick him, and it had to be that one. Yeah, that's a good one because I could totally see that happening, especially with the way that these receivers for Tennessee is emerging. Um, even Jonu Smith had a touchdown, a, a huge touchdown catch last week. So the offense is really opening up for Tennessee. I'm excited. But my third wide receiver is Miko Hardman. Um, I really like this guy. He only had two catches for uh, 19 yards last weekend. But uh, I, I think I think that 
when when it starts getting down to players like this, when your budget's really tough, 3,800, it's a nice price for a guy who's like super speedy in that Kansas City offense where anyone could really step up and do well. I mean, there's so many players on that damn team. They, we don't really know, but I'm okay with Miko Hardman being my third wide receiver at 3,800. Um, that's not bad enough for me. Um, it's, it's funny that you mentioned him. I'm going to go to my flex because he is my flex for the second week in a row. I skipped, I skipped tight end and defense. I'll get to that. But McCole Hartman failed me last week with only two balls and 19 yards, like he said. But I guess I'll do something. I'll do something none of my ex do and give him a second chance. <laughs> he is a baby Tyreek Hill and is capable of anything, anywhere. A cheap option at 3,800. You said it. Um, when it comes down to it, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Tyreek Hill is going to pull a groin. Sammy Watkins, I think, is going to be irrelevant. And McCole Harmon is going to do a reverse round for 60 yards or have a big play. I think he's I, – well, I'm banking on him for the second week. And I know Julian um, said McCole Harmon screwed him in fantasy. So um, I'm really I'm really um, trying hard here. This is a stretch, but at 3,800, that's the only player I could afford that was had value. So um, I'm going to go with McCole Harmon. Um, you, you could go – you, you want to say your flex or tight end. I'm going to say my tight end, and this has been a tough one because at tight end, I well, I've been saying throughout the playoffs, I want to go with the best guy on there, but there's two monsters, and they're at drastically different price points. Travis Kelsey is sitting at 7,100, and George Kittle's at 5,800. That's a big um, price difference, but I had to go with Travis Kelsey just because with Kelsey, he had some huge plays last week, and he was more involved in the offense than I think George Kittle was. Um, I, I, I just, I just got to ride that because – I think as far as matchup-wise, I think Kelsey has a way better way better matchup on his side going against Tennessee's defense than George Kittle going against Green Bay's defense. Green Bay looked like a different monster. Um, they, they, they were shutting down Russell Wilson, and uh, they didn't allow a comeback. They held tight, and they were, they were really, really effective on, on third down. George Kittle, I think he's just is way tougher. I'm willing to pay that 1300 price price difference for Travis Kelsey, who I think might even go off for a couple touchdowns because I think that Tennessee's defense that that's that's their, that's going to be their maybe their Achilles heel. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say because I want the Titans to go to the Super Bowl, but Tra- Travis Kelsey might be the huge difference maker for this game. Who do you got? I couldn't afford Travis Kelsey. I don't know how the hell you are because you have a pretty stacked team. I don't know how you afford it. <laughs> I don't know either, but I do. Uh, yeah, uh, but I went with the second option. You just pretty much, you know, just killed uh, George Kittle. <laughs> uh, I got George Kittle. But, well, tell me uh, why he'll succeed. Well, I usually don't pay expensive for tight ends, but this week I'm liking Kittle just a little. That's my little catchphrase for him now. The 49ers find a way to lose, use their great players such as Kittle. Sam Fran is going to need everything to advance to the Super Bowl. Last week, he only had 16 yards. The week before that, he had 86 yards on seven catches. I predict 100 yards and a touchdown. Salary is the second most at 5,800, um, just behind Kelsey. They use Kittle a lot. I mean, the 49ers, I remember this is one play. The 49ers used George Kittle as a, as a block, and George Kittle faked blocking and fell. Oh, I saw that. And then he picked right back up and caught a ball and ran it for like 20-plus yards or some crazy shit like that. They're going to pull something out of the hat for him. I think the 49ers are going to pull a lot of tricks out of the hat. It's playoffs. You got to be unpredictable. You got to make some chances. I think George Kittle is a goal line big. He's a big option. He's the biggest option on that team because you got Dante Pettis, Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel, uh, Hearns. Those guys are – or Hearns, not Hearns. Uh, those guys are small, smaller guys, slot guys, you know, speedy – wideouts but George Kittle is a big target 
you need in the red zone. I'm liking him a lot. Like I said, 100 yards and a touchdown. I think he'll do better than Kelsey. And and a better and the matchup doesn't you know the the odds are against me right here in this one with my whole lineup apparently, fucking. <laughs> but um, I, I I'm liking Lucas's lineup, but we're gonna go to uh, defense, and I have one line for my defense. It's the 49ers, and this is this is my this is my wager to convince you, the okay. best remaining defense in the league. Period with a T, all caps, bold. Fuck out of here, 49ers <laughs> defense all the way. Well, I I can't go wrong with that because the last time the Packers played the Niners, absolutely blew out, absolutely destroyed. I think it was something off the top of my head. 38-7. Yeah, okay, yeah. 38-32-7 or 38-7. They only scored one touchdown. Yeah, I honestly, I could – and honestly, I'm not going to say it's going to be a repeat of that score, but I think a it repeat is. of that dominance could be could happen because the, the Packers in the three losses have been terrible against teams with edge rushers – they were terrible because the Chargers against Joey Bosa, just as bad against Nick Bosa and Buckner. And that line over there in San Fran, I think it might happen again. But my defense I got is uh, the Titans going against Kansas City. I know it's a really bad one. It's the cheapest one, and it's what I had to afford. But here's the but now. What is one more impossible task to the Tennessee Titans? A team seemed destined by God in the Third Testament that's writing oh, that this new Christ. Bible, this new story, the book of Derrick Henry is being written right now because this is one glorious run. Why, why not? What's one more impossible task? That's the only reasoning I have. And I think we also skipped the flex, my flex, because I think you went t- twice on one. But let me yeah, just mention my fight. flex is uh, Kyle Juszczyk at 3,100. Um, <laughs> just because I like Kyle Juszczyk, he's a great blocking guy. He doesn't get – you don't get any points for blocks. But maybe – let's see. If we're going to talk about trick plays and Niners are going to pull out, why not just throw a little lob to my boy Kyle Juszczyk? I love going wild on my flexes. You already know. Um, but that's my lineup, and I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> yeah, you got a little inspirational on in the Titans' defense, and then you just hit me with the Juszczyk shit, and it kind of <laughs> fucked me all up. No, I actually was looking for – I was actually like, you know what, maybe they, they're going to throw something to him or have him rushing into the goal line because he's a big body. He's one of the best fullbacks in the league. Oh, well, definitely. When you think of fullbacks, when you think of fullbacks, you really don't – none come to mind besides maybe Derek Watt, maybe because I'm a Charger fan, but and he's a Watt brother. But you check, he comes to mind because, one, no one in the world has that name. He's the only one with that name. Right. Not even his family has that name. He made that up. And he always makes every Pro Bowl. I can't even think of another fullback that's no, you're even right. worth naming. Uh, Tobert, but he was also a Charger, but he went to the Panthers. But like I said, there's not really – fullbacks are kind of like tight ends. But even less recognition. Um, but yeah, he's a great blocker. You don't get points for blocking. If you get points for blocking, he'll be, he'll be a fantasy god. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but this is the lineup we have. Um, I'm kind of liking Lucas's a little better than mine. Um, Julian also Thank made uh, um, a lineup too, just for fun. That's on the website, and um, he'll probably win us again. Um, hey, let's get a little he, uh, Super Bowl prediction in for the fans. That's gonna be Times of 49ers. Oh, Derrick Henry MVP. Let's go, baby. That's exactly what uh, everyone here, even Julian, has that. We have that we, on our other wrap-up podcast. That's what we predicted. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, man. I'm super excited. I've been saying the 49ers can go to Super Bowl. I'm going to make a montage video of, probably tomorrow Yes, of, of the 49ers. I said back in April of last year that they're going to make the playoffs. I, did, I, I, I said Super Bowl somewhere. And they're going to make the playoffs, which they are. I said their record is going to be nine and seven. Um, it's a little better than that. But um, well, there you have it. I think there it is. Um, 
next week. Winner will verse Julian head to head to Super Bowl and um most likely Lucas, man. I'm I'm on I'm I'm siding with Lucas right now. I don't even <laughs> like my lineup. I, I don't even like my lineup at all now. I I wanna change it all, but the, the the picks are locked in next week. Um go head to head, but they got a bye week, so the next podcast would be uh before the Super Bowl week, it could be the the week before. It could be next week or the week after that. We haven't decided yet. But there you Stay have it. Stay tuned. Lucas. Stay tuned to that. Lucas, where can they find you on social media? Um, find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. There you have it. You go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy David, on any social media outlet. Really, um, I'm mostly on Twitter. If you like, if you like being a simp and sports, you go ahead and follow me, Instagram. Um, I'm still popping on there as well, too. And then I am going to have some more stickers for everyone. Everyone's been asking me for more stickers. I'm going to make more stickers and I'm going to be making some more. I'm going to make some T-shirts, too, for you guys. And um, oh, there you have it. Uh, those are good podcasts. Like I said, I hate my lineup and I really <laughs> I'm really, I can't wait for this weekend. You got the Connor fight and you got football. So, I mean, what Hell else? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And tomorrow we'll be at the Collegiate Bowl. Uh, we are going to be uh, interviewing college players, trying to make their way to the NFL. And who knows? Tyree Kill came from there. Another players I can't remember came from there. Um, a lot of players came from there. And um, stay really tuned humble for that beginnings. too. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. I also met Michael Vick last year, and he actually signed my pamphlet, which was pretty cool. Uh, I'm gonna frame it somewhere. Um, but there you have it. Stay tuned for all the good stuff. We have a bunch of exciting stuff after the Super Bowl. We are not stopping. We're gonna. Wrap up every no, we're only beginning, team. honestly. This is just the beginning. We're gonna wrap up every single team. You guys, if you're not a Charger fan like us, you're a Raider fan, you're a Bronco fan, Dolphin fan, Green Bay Packer fan, a fucking Bengals fan. We're gonna break down every single team in great detail. And we're also gonna have a lot of great draft coverage. So stay tuned for all that stuff. The offseason. Football doesn't stop in offseason for us. For Sports Guy David and Lucas Ray is here. So there you have it from the fancy sports cave. Lucas Rays, Sports Guy David, and I'm out.